and I'm live. Episode 21 of 40, over the hump. Thank fucking God. Getting there. What was I going to say? I'm on Patreon. Finally. I should have been on it months ago, but look, better late than never. And for those of you who don't know what the hell Patreon is, I suppose it helped for me to briefly outline what patronage is. Patronage? Oh, Jesus, I'm going to butcher this, but as usual, the sentimental somewhere will be there, somewhere there, thereabouts. Patronage, I think, started during the Renaissance, maybe way earlier, maybe way later. But the, the idea was that if you were, say, an artist or a sculptor or one of these things, it might take you, a, it might take you 10 fucking years to paint something or to sculpt something. And unless you were extraordinarily wealthy to start out with, you couldn't, spend, you couldn't just say, right, I, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to spend the next five years painting this painting and at the end of it, hopefully it'll be good enough to sell it to someone and I'll make back all the money I would have earned over the last five years if I was to you know, pick up a trade or have a farm or hunt and gather or whatever. So if you were particularly talented, a king or lord or bishop or some wealthy fucker would say, listen, I'll pay you a weekly wage to work on something, something fucking class, you know, something that will be the, the jewel in my crown or that I'll have, uh, that I'll show all my rich friends to show them how unbelievably brilliant I am. So basically, they would pay you to work on what, you're, what you were not passionate about, but what you were particularly talented uh, in doing so typically a lot of guys like you know the kind of names not that I'm familiar with them by any stretch of the imagination but um, Van Gogh and Picasso and all those lads they would have had patrons so very very wealthy guys extraordinarily wealthy people who would have paid them a living wage or maybe even a, a, a very good wage over long periods of time so that they could work on these exquisite art pieces for them so that's my understanding of what patronage is. These wealthy people were patrons. So skip forward a couple of hundred, maybe thousand years to 2000. And I think Patreon is around maybe two years. So 2015, 16, there, thereabouts. Um, they came up with this great idea of facilitating typically artistic people. I think it probably started with musicians. Maybe what kickstarted the whole thing was bleeding heart creative people whinging and pissing and moaning that meh, 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 Sony and meh, 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 Spotify and meh, 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 they're ruining it on everybody and I want to be rich and famous, but uh, those fuckers. I think they kind of somewhat inspired Spotify to do what they do. And basically what they do is they facilitate everyday people like me and you to, to, I suppose, essentially support what they want to see more of. So imagine this, imagine you've got a, a friend or a nephew or a niece or a cousin or someone that somebody has, someone that you've stumbled across on Facebook or whatever, and they've released a little, maybe it's a song, maybe it's a fucking podcast, maybe it's something, something of their creation. And it's a passionate thing that they love doing. Maybe they're a fucking BMX stunt biker. 
but they can't commit to doing this passion that they have full-time because there's no money in it. So what Patreon allows people to do is it allows you to essentially donate whatever it is. It could be a once-off figure of 100 euro or it could be a monthly donation of a euro or anything in between or above or below to that person. So the idea being your young cousin is in a band and they want to get off the ground and they want to make a go of it. They set themselves up a Patreon account and you basically just give them you know, a euro a month or a fiver a month or whatever it is. And they, they play gigs around their local town or maybe their county or maybe they fucking tour nationally every so often or a couple of times a year or whatever. And they build up a bit of a fan base. So essentially what you're looking to get is a fan base of a couple of thousand people all giving you a euro a month. And hey fucking presto, you've crowdsourced your income essentially. So you don't need to you know, go to some big record label like Sony or whoever the fuck else are record labels these days. You don't have to go to them and sell all your fucking rights to them and end up getting a penny out of the 40 euro they charge for their album or whatever the hell ratio it is. It basically puts you in charge of your own financial destiny to a certain degree. Now, I'm no fan of charity. I've said that before on either solo episodes or on conversations that I've had. But this isn't charity. This is you essentially voting with your feet and purposefully supporting what you would like to see more of in the world. So put it this way. If you like the conversations that I've been having with people, and if you like these solo episodes like the one I'm recording now, and if you like the message that I'm basically evoking or trying to instill in other people, this idea that you create your own reality, promoting the idea of you know, incremental steps, all these different things that I keep relentlessly repeating and, and going on and on and on and on about. And if you're appreciating the, the kick up the hole that it's given you and would like to see me progress this fucking enterprise further on, I've said from the start, you can help. And you can help first and foremost by telling people about it. I don't think there's anything more powerful than that. Forget about Patreon for a minute. There's nothing more powerful than you telling other people about either my platform or somebody else's platform or whatever it is. You need to start talking about things that you want to see more of in the world. And conversely, you need to stop fucking talking about things that you don't want to see more of in the world. And more importantly than that, you have to stop fucking financially supporting things that you don't want to see more of in the world. I'm fucking sick of listening to, you know, people who are anti-factory farming. There's the classic example, you know. Oh, meat is murder and fucking blah, blah, blah. And the poor little helpless animals and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And you, you see the same fucker in McDonald's, you know, after a night out or wherever it is. Or the people who fucking piss and moan about, oh, capitalism and the 1% and the patriarchy and, and all this crack and you see the same fucker going in and buying a bottle of coca-cola like the epitome of fucking capitalism so number one first and foremost vote with your feet every time you spend your money you're voting for the type of world that you want to live in so every time that you buy something you are literally shouting out loud i want to see more of this in the world so when you go into your local deli and you buy a breakfast roll with your fucking sausages or whatever you are buying shares in factory farming because that's where that stuff comes from you fucking know it is 
So don't support it. And do support what you want to see more of. So when you're in the shop, buy the fucking free-range eggs. Buy the free-range meat. Yes, it's probably as nearly as big a con as the other stuff, but it's not quite as big a con. And sometimes in life, and there's fucking wisdom in this too, sometimes in life you're, you've, you've two shit choices and you have to pick the lesser of two evils. And that's just tough. Fucking deal with it. Get the fuck over it. Sometimes you've two bad choices and you have to pick one. So don't, don't procrastinate trying to figure out, oh no, hang on a second, what would be the, this, there has to be a good way around this. Sometimes there's not. You're nearly always as well off putting a bit of thought into it to see, oh, maybe there's a better way around this. But don't, don't stifle, don't stifle yourself by not making decisions on the assumption that, no, 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 buried in here is, there a, is a win-win situation. Oftentimes, there's not. Sometimes, you've two shit choices. Fucking pick one and move the fuck on with your life. Pick the lesser of the two evils. Patreon. <laughs> Whoo, Patreon. I'm on Patreon. So, if you want to support me, first and foremost, start talking to people about it. Maybe you're a bit introverted. Maybe you're not a fan of talking to people. Like myself, believe it or not, I'm actually a very introverted person. And you might say to yourself, yeah, get the fuck out of here. You've got you know, a platform that you fucking speak to as many people as you can possibly speak to on. You're not exactly short on words. You know, surely you could fucking talk to anyone. You get people in and have four hour long conversations with them about everything and anything. How could you possibly be an introvert? But when you think about it, my conversations are one on one. I'm cool with one-on-one conversations. When you see me at a wedding, I'm not on the fucking dance floor. I'm not at the bar cracking jokes to crowds of people. I'm not even at the bar listening to the cunt cracking jokes to a crowd of people. I'm off outside in the smoking area or buried in the back, away from everybody, talking to one person, two people at a fucking push. I have, this is a fucking, I'm here talking to myself, for fuck's sake. How is that not an introverted trait? <laughs> anyway, I'm some fucking boy for interrupting myself. Patreon. That's where it was. Some people don't like telling people about other things. Some people don't like liking things on Facebook. Some people don't like commenting on things on Facebook. Some people don't like sharing things. And, you know, replace Facebook with fucking Instagram or Twitter or any of these things. It's well known that 99.9999% of people who are on these social media platforms never contribute anything to them. Okay, and we all do, we all do a degree of that. You know, we're all, we're all obsessive fucking stalkers in a way. It's fucking weird and creepy and we all do it. Um, so look, here's a roundabout way. If you want to support the podcast or whatever this whole off the lead thing is or will become, you want to support it, you don't have to fucking stick your head above the parapet and talk to anyone or tell anyone or like or share or comment or review on anything. You don't have to do any of that. There's an easy op out. You can throw me a few quid. www.patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, forward slash off the lead. And that will bring you directly to my page where you can 
as far as I know, basically donate as much or as little as you want. There is a minimum. I think a euro a month is the minimum recurring amount. I'm fairly sure, although I'm not positive, that you can just, you know, throw me a tenner and then be done with it forever. Um, or a euro and be done with it forever or whatever. I, being perfectly honest with you, I'm not overly familiar with the platform. I am on it. I do support Mythical Ireland. I was going to say Sam Harris, but I don't support him because I think there was something weird about when I tried to support him. I couldn't give him a euro a month. I think he, he had upped the minimum to like a fiver a month and I just said, fuck you, and didn't do it. Jordan Peterson I support. I support three. Blind Boy. There's the three. Blind Boy Bow Club or the Blind Boy Podcast. Anthony Murphy's uh, page, Mythical Ireland. And Jordan Peterson. The three people. And it's, I say only three. Like I give three euro a month to these people. These people have affected me. These people have fucking changed my life to varying degrees. And I'd like to support more people on Patreon. But unfortunately, a lot of the people that I would support on Patreon aren't on it. So I can't fucking support them. But anyway, I digress, as always. If you want to financially support me and you want to give me a digger and you want to fucking light a fire under this whole thing, log on, make a once-off donation, make a monthly commitment, whatever. When you think about it, like I'm doing, a, I've committed to doing a minimum conversation a week. They're typically between two and four hours. So let's say the average is three there, thereabouts. And I'm going to put in four of them a month. With the conversations that I'm having with people alone, that's what, 14 hours a month? And I'm looking for like a euro? 14 hours? 14 hours of entertainment for a fucking euro. And that's not, to, that's not including these solo episodes, which I think I'm going to continue doing. Once I finish the 40, what I think I'm going to do is count the days. So... I love January in a sense because on the 25th of January it's the 25th day of the year and you lose that when you get into February because it obviously starts in the first of the month and I think that there's great utility in knowing that today for example not that it is I'm just spitballing today is the well, well we, we figure it out this is March so let's say there was 30 months in January and February there thereabouts so 60 and it's about the 20th now so this is there, thereabouts, day 45 or 50 of the year. And we all know there's 365 days of the year. So when you're thinking in those terms, you realise it's like when you get to like the 200th day of the year, it's like, fuck. You know, you, you get a, a much better indication of as to whereabouts in the calendar that you are. That works for me at least. Like when you tell me that it's, you know, April, I really couldn't tell you if that's in the first half of the year or the second half of the year without pulling out my hand and my fingers and going January, February, March, April. Oh yeah, April's the fourth month of the year. Maybe that's just me, maybe I'm just weird, but again, this is a recurring theme. If I'm thinking it, half the fucking population is thinking it. Maybe not half, but a good percentage. So, once the 40 is up, once I get 39 of 40 and then 40 of 40, which will be the last of the quote-unquote Lenten podcasts, even though it will probably be about six weeks after Lent is over. After that point, I'm going to do as many of these as I can. I'm not committing to every day, and there's good reason for that. Number one, if I commit to doing it every day, it becomes imposed on me. 
It means that I have to do it. And it means when I miss a couple of days, which I inevitably will, I feel bad about missing it. But, and, yeah, and I, I, don't, I don't need that excess anxiety in my life. That's, that's, that's a, an unnecessary, unuseful type of anxiety that I, I don't want to kind of build into my life. But what I will commit to do is doing them as often as I enjoy doing them and for as long as I find them enjoyable. I might do it for two weeks and then just go, look, lads, it's not working out. It's just, it's just not working out. I'm sorry, done. Or, you know, I could end up doing this for God knows how many years and you might actually kind of maybe not get to know me, but get to, you, you fucking get that by default. But maybe bring you along with me on the journey and maybe that's key to the whole fucking off the lead thing. It's you listening in and going, no way, he started a Patreon account today. And who knows, maybe in six months' time I'll do a fucking, I'll do, you know, episode 260 of 365, 2018. And it'll be, hit fucking 10 grand a month on Patreon, lads. Which means I'm going to fucking hire fucking someone who's going to look after my social media thing. So that'll be just one less thing that I have to fucking worry about. And I can just step back from that. Maybe get a fucking part-timer in or an intern or something to do the whole social media thing. Because I don't have a Twitter account. I set one up, but it's shit and I've never tweeted anything. Because I don't really get Twitter. I don't really get Instagram either. Because look, I'm fucking old. I don't understand all these things. I'm on Facebook because I've always been on Facebook. And it's just what I use and what I'm familiar with. So that kind of works. But the whole social media thing, you know, I'm, I'm not completely useless at it by any stretch of the imagination if I put any kind of time effort or was that way inclined I definitely could get better at it but look I'm not so I won't so anybody out there with any hints on uh, encapsulating all the different social media elements under one roof because I think is Hootsuite is that a thing or did I just make that up I think there's a thing called Hootsuite and if Hoot, if I did make up Hootsuite I don't think I made up the idea that you can post once and it will kind of automatically post to all the other things. Now, I don't know how effective those things are. Uh, I think they can be quite clunky and a bit shit. But ideally, I would have a dedicated person to look after that. Ideally, I would have another dedicated person who would organise some other element of what I do or what we do. But basically, what I'd love to do is grow this off-the-lead thing to be far fucking bigger than just me whatever that means I don't really know but I love the idea of you guys coming along for the journey that's cool and I like the idea that it's kind of user user generated or user and by user I mean kind of listener guided I like that I, I like being steered by you know my subscribers or listeners or you know, whatever the umbrella term is for you that's listening to me speak now, that's cool. And any ideas from any, anyone out there, what, what do you think might work? What do you think doesn't work? Maybe you've got a fucking off-the-lead idea yourself. Speaking of off-the-lead ideas, here's an off-the-lead idea for you. I want to advertise this podcast. I want to get this to as many people as I can because it's going out to whatever amount of 100 people at the minute, which is fucking unbelievable really given that I've made absolutely no effort whatsoever in promoting it other than you know having a Facebook page and putting it all on all the different platforms and that but aside from that I haven't done anything to 
to push this along. So thank you to anybody who's, you know, sent a link of it to their mate on WhatsApp or fucking emailed some fella and told them about it or whatever. Anybody that's done anything like that, fucking thank you because that's what's, that's what's gotten me up to, you know, a couple of thousand downloads a month, which is fucking unbelievable, being perfectly honest. But, and there I go again, fucking interrupting myself. Um, but yeah, user-generated stuff is, is, the way forward, is the way forward as far as I'm concerned. And if I, can, if I can continue that kind of engagement and just push the whole fucking thing on, I won't change what I'm doing now. See, that, that's the thing. What I'm doing now will evolve and will grow and will kind of become itself over time, which is great. I don't want to write down a dictate for, you know, what I'm going to do and what this is going to become. I'd, I'd sooner, sick bags at the ready, folks, I'd sooner let it grow organically. hate that term. Anyway. But I, I, I mean that. I genuinely do want it to kind of grow and develop and sick bags at the ready again, blossom into whatever it's going to become. And the more people that join me on that journey, look, the more people that are going to get benefit from it. The more people that are going to kind of take a step back and look at their lives and go, Jesus, I've been fed a lot of bullshit. Because I've been fed a lot of bullshit. We all have been fed a lot of bullshit. And it's not any one particular man, person or organisation that's done it. It's, it's, it. We've done it to ourselves, to a large degree. We've, we've, we've all chosen the path of least resistance. Which is, which is understandable. I mean, we had it fucking so bad for long enough. We are animals. We are literally animals. And we've grown up over the decades and centuries and millennia through, you know, fucking oppressive governments and foreign powers and kings and tribes and, you know, famine and death and disease. And, like, human history is a fucking horror show. And we have all that embedded in us because we are, we, are our own, we are our own history. We are of our own history. So it's no wonder in 2018 that we picked the path of least resistance. Because it's hardwired in us to avoid... To, to, just, uh, to avoid anything that would bring you hardship. Because if you didn't have that hardwired into you, holy shit, you'd be in for a fucking rough ride. Because life is fucking tough. Life is hard. Even in the fucking privileged lives that we all have now. I mean, put it this way. If you're listening to a podcast, you have a fucking privileged life and a half. Because odds are you're listening to it on like a, either a smartphone or a computer. Can you actually listen to it in any other sense? You're connected to the internet for a start. Like if you're connected to the internet, like that doesn't make you a one percenter, but it makes you fuck all further away from a one percenter than a lot of people would like to admit. You're fucking privileged. You've got electricity. You've got the internet. You've got either a computer or a smartphone, which puts you way ahead of a hell of a lot of other people and practically everybody in human history. So that's worth fucking bearing in mind. We don't have it nearly as bad as we ever had it before this is the fucking good this is the good old days okay you're fucking living in it now look it's not without his fucking hardships herself's dad as i speak is lying on his fucking deathbed in a nursing home he had fucking or has i think he is the trinity i think he has dementia alzheimer's and parkinson's two of the three of those definitely possibly the three life sucks when shit like that is going on in your life 
believe you me and if you haven't been touched by fucking tragedy watch the fuck out because it's coming anyway pause and reflect yes path of least resistance we got there and i'm back in the room it's no wonder we choose the path of least resistance like water does. And if you're unfamiliar with that term, this path of least resistance, think of rain, basically. Or rain, is that a good way of saying it? No. Pick, a, pick up a jug of water and pour it out onto the ground. Where does it go? It goes via the path of least resistance. Wherever's, literally, wherever, is, wherever it's easiest to go, that's where it goes. It can't go uphill. Okay? It can't climb the leg of a chair. It can't, st- it can't even stay still. Okay? If there's, a, if there's somewhere for it to flow, that's where it flows. So water is well known and widely said to follow the path of least resistance. But there's an analogy there, me that loves my analogies, in us, humans. We've evolved to a certain degree, to follow the path of least resistance. Whatever's fucking easier. I mean, think of it in kind of hunter-gatherer terms. What are you going to pick? The berries on the bush right beside you or the berries on the bush two miles away? They're the same berries. You're going to pick the ones closest to you. Why would you fucking, why would you do that to yourself? It doesn't make sense. It's wasteful of energy and time and all the rest of it. If you can get from A to B by just walking there on a nice flat surface, that's what you're going to do. You're not going to traverse a mountain needlessly. You're just going to follow the path of least resistance, and there's great utility in doing that. But with humans and in our society these days, following the path of resistance, sorry, following the path of least resistance will have you winding your way through life and you'll enter a river. You, you, you'll be almost like a tributary and you'll be making your way through life and you'll hit a river and the river is, you can call the river mainstream. The river is mainstream. Mainstream, mainstream media is the path of least resistance. It's the least challenging stuff. It's the stuff that you sit down in the evenings because you're tired and you're worn out. You don't want to fucking learn anything. You don't want to fucking, you know, be told that you could be doing more with your life or that there's improvements to be made in yourself and in your home and in your family and your surroundings and in your communities and your society. You don't want to fucking hear that. You want some cunt falling over and landing face first in a pie so you can go, ah, ha, 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 hilarious. And what's better still is watching the same fucking program ten times over. Only Fools and Horses, I absolutely adore that program. I fucking love it. And it's a guilty pleasure of mine every so often. I'll stick it on and I'll watch it. That thing went on for like 40 years, once a week. And I practically know the entire thing verbatim. As sad as a fucking... as, As sad as that sounds, it's fucking true. And I know people listening are like that with fucking friends and, you know, God knows what else. And guess what? Friends is back. Not the new and improved version, not the 2018 version, but Friends, that show that we all knew and loved, is back. Exactly the same it used to be. 
So like, talk about the path of least resistance. Talk about mainstream. Let's not give them the new version of Friends. Let's give them the fucking exact same cunting show that we made in the 90s. We just regurgitate it back to them and they love us all the more for it. And we lap it up because it's familiar, because it's easy, because it's not challenging in the slightest. It's the path of least resistance. And the downside of following that river, the downside of following that mainstream direction is that it ends up in a sea of shit. You go with the flow, you join that river with everybody else, you follow the path of least resistance and you end up in a big quagmire of shit that everybody festers in and nobody escapes. Because if you're in that river for 40 years, your life is over, you're fucked. That's it. And you'll end up like so many people do on their deathbed, looking back with regret, looking back and saying, and think about this. The number one thing that is said amongst people who reside in nursing homes all around the world, they all have the same regret. Think about that. In nursing homes all around the world, they all have the same regret. The, I was going to say inmates, Freudian slip. What the fuck do you call them? Customers, guests, call them guests. The guests in these nursing homes all have the same regret. And they all regret not doing stuff. Whatever the stuff is varies cross-culturally, obviously. Someone in a Chinese nursing home in China isn't going to regret not having played Gaelic football because they don't know what Gaelic football fucking is. But they will regret what they didn't do. And in a sense, what they did do is what everybody else did. They followed the path of least resistance. They didn't bite the bullet and do whatever the fuck it was that they wanted to do, but didn't. Couldn't find the courage. Because look... There's a reason water follows the path of least resistance. Because it's too hard to do anything else. It requires effort to swim upstream. So don't fall into that fucking trap. I fell into it for long enough. Hence, I can recite 30 years of Only Fools and Horses and other such shows. But not anymore. And look, it's all right to indulge yourself every so often. And it's not as if I never follow the path of least resistance. I do it all the time, unfortunately. But I do it less and less. I do it less and less and less and less. And I'm the better for it. And you'll be the better for it too. That doesn't sound too fucking preachy and patronising. Speaking of patronising, Patreon! I'm on fucking Patreon. So, (laughs) again... If you're fucking tuning into this all the fucking time, which I know people are, because I get the analytics, I see the kind of the back end. I know what countries are listening and I know I don't know I don't look, don't be freaking out that I can fucking, you know, see you through the camera in your phone and I can watch you as you listen to me. I don't know your name. I know your town. I know a certain percentage of people listen in Navan, in Dublin, in fucking Kingscourt, in fucking, you know, all over the fucking world, basically, which is just baffling to me. I'm just baffling. It, I suppose it's not that baffling because I'm assuming it's just Irish people abroad that are listening. And if nothing else, 
just the sound of an Irish accent, maybe, or especially a conversation. Like, I can imagine the utility in somebody who's living abroad and hasn't spoken to an Irish person in six months, all of a sudden being able to essentially eavesdrop on two lads from Nav and having a chat. So that would explain a lot of it. Having said that, I've gotten messages from people from the Four Corners who are telling me that that's part of what they enjoy about these conversations, but certainly not the only thing that they're enjoying. So I seem to be onto something. If you think I am and you never miss a minute and you've got, you know, a euro a month to spare, maybe a little more, like, would you buy me a pint if you bumped into me? Do you know what I mean? If we were at the bar, would you do shots with me and buy them? Would you buy me a cup of coffee? So maybe think about it, because what I'm doing is going to be for free. And here's another thing. In Patreon land, there are different ways and means of <laughs> encouraging, say. There's different ways and means of encouraging people to become patrons and to give you a few quid a month. And one of those things is they'll give you the first half of their recordings for free or they'll give every second one free or they won't give you any of them until you're fucking paying for them and there's loads of different kind of you know tactics I suppose to fucking reel people in and you know essentially con them into getting your money off them and I hope you'll be glad to hear that I've absolutely no intention whatsoever either now or no time in the near or distant future of incorporating any of those tactics what I produce under this author lead banner is free will remain free and will be free forevermore to whoever the fuck wants it and what I'm going to rely on is by making it so effective as to improve people's lives by whatever fucking percentage margin. I mean, if I can improve your life by half a percentage point and that has a, a compound effect over time, think you can give me a euro a month? Think you can give me a once-off fucking fiver or something, anything? So I, I, I want to... I want to build genuine patrons. I don't want to fucking charge people for what I do because that's not the same fucking thing not the same thing at all in my mind and look I've nothing against anybody who uses any of those tactics look and, and more fucking power to them like they're they're doing what they love and they're getting paid and you know brilliant hats off but what I'm doing is different okay I'm not selling a product I will be selling products very fucking shortly I do intend to release you know merchandise off the lead mugs or hats or pens or t-shirts or god knows what and look i'll put them up for sale and maybe loads of people will buy them maybe nobody will buy them but you know fuck it if you're not in you can't win so i'm definitely going to throw me hat at that my off the lead branded hat at that so www.patreon forward slash off the lead is there a dot in there www.patreon forward slash 
off the lead. Now that sounds about right. Look, if you fucking type in patreon.com, get up the Patreon website, there's a search bar in there somewhere, type the words off the lead, you know, the picture of my quote-unquote studio where I record the conversations, uh, and my logo will be there, and there'll be a little message for me saying that you're a mad cunt if you're throwing a few quid at me. Um, it's fairly straightforward. You do have to give like your either your bank details or your PayPal account details or whatever. I'm sure there's half a dozen different ways that you can um, set it up that you you know can support me. But look, if you're happy enough to you know buy something on eBay or on fucking Done Deal or if you're happy enough to shop online, you should be happy enough to. Uh, use Patreon, okay, for me or for, for anybody else, and look, if for whatever reason you don't want to support me, that's fucking fine, as I said from the start, what I'm doing will be free for everyone, forever, now, having said that, I may do something like give people early access, so put it this way, at the minute I'm sitting on a podcast, I recorded a podcast, a really good one actually, with Joy Boot, and that's not due for release until Monday, but what I might do is, for people who are giving me a bit of a dig out on Patreon, is I might give you early access. Basically so you don't have to wait till Monday. But even that, I don't know, that's kind of tactic-y, if that makes sense. And I'm not, just even as I said that out loud, I'm not entirely cool with that. I wouldn't rule out doing something like that because I'm still being true to what I say of it being free forever and always and, and all that jazz. But, oh, I don't know, there's just... There's something I'm not quite cool with in that. So look, as it stands, you're not getting anything extra. If you're looking to subscribe to, to, to me on Patreon and give me something, everybody else on Patreon gives their patrons a little something. Early access, extended versions of this and that and the other. And I can see why they do it, but I don't want to go down that route. I want people who are supporting me to be supporting me because they want to support me, not because they they kind of get something out of it because there are people who don't have a euro a month to give me. There are people who don't have, you know, a five or in the year to give me. I know that because I've been that person. There are people out there who don't have fucking PayPal accounts and don't have debit cards or credit cards or even fucking bank accounts who are listening to this. And I don't expect anything from those people because again, I know what it's like to be that person and it sucks. So I don't like the idea of giving my more affluent listeners even early access, never mind exclusive content. Fuck people who give exclusive content to people who are, you know, forking over big bucks. Now, granted, if you're doing, you know, if, if you want to charge somebody 100 euro for a, a Skype call or something, that's, that's entirely different, okay? That's entirely different. But as far as just regular everyday content, if you're, you know, charging people extra for that or I don't know there's just there's something very toxic about that that I personally don't want to touch with a fucking 10 foot barge pole um, but anyway I digress as always off the lead I'm on Patreon I was about to say we're on Patreon but not yet it's not we yet I can't say we're on Patreon because as it stands this is a one man band but who fucking knows anybody that can fucking throw a few quid my way if that builds and this becomes something and I have the fucking capital there to employ someone even on a kind of internship or a part-time basis or consultancy basis or whatever and rest assured everything that goes into that will go into off the lead I don't intend pocketing from that because if I was to pocket any of that that to me would be charity 
I don't want to rely on this off the lead thing as my full-time wage. Not until at least a time when it was fucking, you know, huge. Like, I, I'm aspiring to this being my full-time gig. But even then, I'd sooner make my money from, you know, speaking at live events or, you know, um, I don't know, other such things. Selling merch, uh, merchandise, things like that. I don't mind making a living from that. But the idea of relying on people giving me money, there's an element of charity in that. And I don't want that. I, I have a business that thankfully is still paying the bills and hopefully will continue to pay the bills. So I, I'm going to rely on that for as long as humanly possible. And yes, look, if I can do a speaking event or if I can sell tickets to some sort of a show or a party or whatever, yeah, I'll, I'll pocket that money because that would be me working. But as far as the conversations that I'm having goes or as far as the solo episodes that I'm going to go, that really is a kind of a, a passion project and I don't want to taint that by monetizing it. Um, so again, the merchandise, the speaking events, the whatever I end up doing under the author lead banner, if that's me physically working on a night and getting paid for the night's work, granted, but the conversations and the solo episodes and whatever else I end up doing, don't really want to monetize that. My God, is this a Ramley podcast. If I haven't told you, I'm on Patreon. Check it out. Don't follow that fucking path of least resistance and flow with the river into the sea of shit. Try and think independently and work against the fucking current. And what's that fucking saying, me that loves me little sayings? Only dead fish flow with the current. There's, there's wisdom fucking tied up in that somewhere. Maybe unpack that as the, as the phrase goes. And fuck me, it's 40 fucking two minutes. Lads, ladies, it's been an absolute pleasure. And I'll chat to you tomorrow.